Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a new shit's audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Not sure what episode we're on, but we're nearing episode 100, so of course I wouldn't be doing these without your guys' support, so I really appreciate everyone tuning in weekly for these episodes on Wednesdays. It means a lot, um, you know, especially because I started this two years ago during the COVID pandemic when that first hit, so it became, you know, sort of like a hobby, but um, I've continued it because you guys have liked it, and um, I've been getting really cool feedback on it, so I really appreciate everyone. Um, just tune in weekly. Uh, means a lot. So to jump right into it, we are celebrating a Victory Wednesday here, a Victory Tuesday, and a Victory Monday. Um, in all seriousness, looking ahead to the Dolphins at this point on a Wednesday. Um, but first, we're going to go ahead and recap the win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, it was a good one. It was a well-rounded team win um, in the final three minutes again. Um, but... You know, nevertheless, they pulled out the W any way possible, and the Jets certainly did it in, you know, their dramatic fashion as they like to do it. So, um, you know, uh, I think the Jets, they, they needed this win against the Pittsburgh Steelers team that has been struggling without T.J. Watt, 0-6 without him, now 0-7. Um, and, you know, quarterback Zach Wilson's return game, um, of course, I think he looked, you know, a little sluggish, a little rustish, um, I would say, in the first three quarters of the game or so, and then really picked it up in the fourth quarter where he found Corey Davis for a bunch of targets. Um, got Elijah Moore involved early, but uh, I think turned away from him a little bit as the game went on, which is okay. Um, BC found guys like Garrett Wilson for that big 35-yard gain um, and Corey Davis uh, for a couple of huge third-down con- conversions and that huge fourth-down conversion on the first TD drive um, to get them closing in um, on their deficit. So I believe it was 17 to 20 at that point. And then of course the Jets went down again, um, to cash in with a Brees Hall touchdown, um, a rushing touchdown, of course, from about two yards out to win the game 24 to 20. So, um, the game I thought was, as I said, well-rounded. I thought, you know, the secondary played great. Um, LaMarcus Joyner, Jordan Whitehead Joyner, of course, with two interceptions, one in the beginning of the game. And then, that last one came at the very end when uh, Kenny Pickett, who the Steelers inputted for Mitch Trubisky, who was struggling, um, albeit, you know, the Jets secondary um, was playing Mitch Trubisky and rookie Kenny Pickett. So, um, you know, nevertheless, they played, they played great. But, of course, you know, going up against a guy like uh, Joe Burrow and, Lamar, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, um, I think the secondary would get a little more exposed, um, you know, as they did um, against those teams. But they they, they held their own. So, um you, you take you take what's there, and I think the Jets did a good job against those teams as well. But Pittsburgh, um, of course, they played great, and you expect them to um, against those quarterbacks. So, of course, Mitch Trubisky comes in, uh, throws an interception right off the bat to LaMarcus Joyner, as I said. And then, you know, the Jets score a field goal off of that first drive um, from the from the Steelers. They capitalize on the turnover, and then, um, you know, they head down again. Wilson catches that um, touchdown from the end run on Berrios. Uh, Berrios' throw there. Uh, gritties on the Steelers, and then that puts them up 10-0, to and then the Pittsburgh Steelers rally a bit, 10-3. to um, The Jets could have cashed in, you know, another, I would say, field goal to make it 13-3 to there at the end of the half, um, but Wilson throws a boneheaded, uh, you know, interception deep. Not too sure why he's throwing the ball there, run it maybe. Uh, I believe they had a timeout still trying to force things um, when he shouldn't. It's all right, though, um, but instead it's 10-6 to um, at that point because, Steelers Chris Boswell hits a 59-yard field goal to put him up, uh, put the Jets' uh, deficit to only four, or the Steelers' deficit to only four, and then um, it becomes you know sort of a shootout from there. I think Kenny Pickett, the you know 
Mike Tomlin putting in Kenny Pickett uh, added that fire to the crowd, added the fire to the Steelers' offense that they needed because they certainly wasn't getting it with Mick Trubisky, but um, it is what it is. I think the Jets, you know, they didn't plan for Kenny Pickett at all. They planned for Mick Trubisky, and they do have, you know, sort of similar play styles, but, you know, they differ in certain areas as well. I think Kenny Pickett's a little more mobile than Trubisky was, and Kenny Pickett did, um, you know, flash on some of the rollouts and was able to connect it to some of his guys. George Pickens, I believe, had over 100 yards today. Um, not solely on sauces, of course. He was moving around to DJ Reed. Michael Carter II, I think, was the primary culprit on many of Pickens's catches. But at the end of the day, uh, the secondary played above average. I thought they played great today, or Sunday, I should say. Um, and, you know, moving on to the Dolphins, you're facing a duo in Tyreek Hill and, you know, Jalen Waddle, who are speed demons. They can get open very quickly. Um, they're very elusive, very fast. Um very quick on their feet. So Sauce and DJ Reed certainly have to be on their toes when facing those two guys. And Sauce Gardner did talk today about Tyree Killen. You know, he said he faced some of those guys at Alabama. And, you know, he he mentioned, I believe, Jamison Williams, who, um, of course, is not up to Tyree Kill's level. Jamison Williams is yet to play. But um, I, I see what he was saying. He, he's faced some of those speed demons in college. But Tyree Kill, I think, presents a different challenge. I think he presents a more... Um, difficult challenge in that he's been in the league for a number of years now and he knows how to expose defensive backs um, pretty frequently and Sauce certainly has to be on his feet. He's not going to be the only one covering Tyreek Hill. I would imagine, you know, DJ Reed and Sauce Garner go, um, you know, switch, I would say, to DJ to, to uh, Jalen Waddle there for Sauce and then um, DJ Reed likely takes some of the um, Hill, Hill reps there, but um, we'll see how it turns out. I think the Jets should definitely plan for um, an air attack with Kenny, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, even though you would think, you know, McDaniels will run first team. You know, um, Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins head coach, of course, is going to have this team ready to run the ball. The Jets have been really good against the run, and I'm not sure if the Dolphins are going to be able to expose them as much as they think they're going to be. I know the Dolphins' offensive line has been improved this season, but they're still, um, you know, I think a bit volume, uh, vulnerable in the interior offensive line. So I think if the Jets, you know, Quinn Williams, Sheldon Rankins, who have been great against the run this year so far, um, I think we'll be able to slow down the Miami running attack. And if the Jets can score on offense, I think Miami's going to have to pass the ball a little more with Teddy Bridgewater. And I think that's exactly the situation that the Jets want to get in, right? I think they want to expose, um, you know, a backup quarterback who Teddy Bridgewater is a very good quarterback, even though he's a backup. I think, you know, he, he's gotten overlooked a bit. Um, suffered that injury with the Vikings, was actually on the Jets for a little bit in 2018, Sam Darnold's rookie year. Um, I believe Bridgewater actually complimented the Jets today for getting his career back on track, you know, after that knee injury. And, you know, much love for Bridgewater. I think he brought, you know, uh, the juice here in New York. I think he played great in the preseason. And they just kept McCown over Bridgewater at the end of the day. So Bridgewater um, was let go, went to the Broncos, I believe, at that point, and lit it up there in Denver for a little bit. And now he's with Miami. Um, so you have to take Bridgewater you know, pretty heavily. You can't take him lightly because he's going to be ready to play. Um, you know, backup quarterback has, I think, you know, backup quarterbacks historically have diced the Jets up in these kind of games. You know, I'm just thinking back to that Bills um, 2018 game with Matt Barkley um, under center. He lit the Jets up for 41 points. Um, so you don't want to take these quarterbacks lightly, even though that's a totally different situation. This Jets team is much more talented than the 2018 uh, team was, but um, at the end of the day, it's the same idea, same kind of philosophy. You can't let a backup quarterback dice you up. 
uh, especially Teddy Bridgewater, who will certainly try to use his feet uh, a little bit as well, try to move out of the pocket and um, dissect our defense with some of those rollouts. And, you know, Tyreek Hill, of course, is great getting open um, over the middle of the field. They'll likely um, try to play a bit of zone, I would say, on Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They don't want to get exposed deep, so um, they'll likely place a few safeties over top. Uh, this is another game where I think Lamarcus Joyner and Jordan Whitehead have to play on that, you know, on top of their game. Um, I think they have to replicate and possibly elevate uh, what they did last week against Pittsburgh. Um, again, that was against Mick Trubisky and um, Kenny Pickett, and those were he was throwing to weapons like you know Chase Claypool, George Pickens, Dante Johnson. This certainly presents a different challenge in that these receivers are much more dynamic. Um, nothing against you know George Pickens, who I think is going to be very good in this league, and Deontay Johnson, who's a bit underrated, I would say. Um, but Tyreek Hill certainly has. You know, the juice, the speed, um, the electricity to really get open and uh, create havoc for an opposing defense. And I think that if the Jets are ready um, for that passing attack, you know, they'll be ready for the run as well. I believe, um, you know, Chase Edmonds and they have a few other guys back there who could certainly, um, you know, tote the rock and expose defenses on the ground. And um, they're able to burst a few big runs, but I think the Jets will do good enough on the ground, I believe, uh, that they're going to have to be worried about the pass. I think a guy like Tyreek Hill, who could also run end-arounds, um, and they could do a lot of exotic things with him, I think they have to be ready for all those trick plays that the Dolphins may pull out. You know, Mike McDaniel, um, similar to Michael Floor, came from that San Francisco system, so they're going to try, you know, to implement that West Coast offense, especially with Teddy Bridgewater. I believe he ran a bit of that in Denver um, when he was there in 2021. Um, so... It's going to be interesting. I, I think the Jets, they have to plan for a lot with the Miami Dolphins. Um, I didn't even speak about their defense. They're, you know, they have a bunch of injuries heading into this week as well. Um, the Dolphins, I believe, have 17 players on the injury report. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday, so their first injury report came out uh, a few hours ago. Yeah, I saw 17 players. Um, Xavier Howard, their star cornerback, is out. Uh, was out at practice with was not out of practice today with a groin injury. Um, I believe Jalen Waddle is also nursing a, um, he's also nursing an injury. I forgot which one. Uh, I think it might be a groin as well. So, um, you know, th those are a few injuries to keep, um, to keep in mind heading into Sunday. But uh, at this point, I would expect probably both of those guys to be a go. I'm not sure how much Jalen Waddle is going to be featured in this offense with Teddy Bridgewater under center. He wasn't targeted all that much. Um, when Tua Tagovailoa um, went out of the game last week, so we'll see how how much uh, he gets Jalen Waddle involved um, on Sunday. But it should be good weather, 63 degrees and sunny, so the Jets won't have to worry about any rain conditions or anything like that. Um, that's very helpful, I think, for this team. I think you know it's just finally good to you know play in the sun. I think the Jets have had pretty bad luck with weather over the past few weeks, and that's no. Um, excuse for them playing poorly, um, you know, maybe against the Bengals or uh, the Ravens or whatnot, but it, it's good. Dry environment, no excuses. It's time to come out and try to, um, you know, um, set the tempo early. Don't let the Dolphins score first, you know, uh, hold them run their first drive. If they get the ball first, the Jets need to go down there with Zach Wilson um, and execute the plan and be able to score effectively and efficiently throughout the game. And I think you have a decent shot. I think the Dolphins with all these injuries, two out, um, and, you know, I think the Jets, if they plan for it, if they execute the plan, you know, accordingly, I think they'll be able to really um, have this game go down to the wire. And hopefully it's, you know, 23-23 in the fourth quarter and you could watch a competitive all-around football game for four quarters. That would be great. 
Um, you know, I feel like it's been pretty competitive this season, especially last week. The Jets made it competitive in that fourth quarter, scoring two touchdowns with seven minutes left uh, within that seven-minute mark to end the to end the game. So you want to see more of that. Uh, you want to see them hold the lead, I think, throughout this game as well. Hopefully they can maybe get up, you know, another 7-0, 10-0, and hopefully hold it for more than two minutes. Um, that would be nice, and hopefully Zach Wilson can build upon his performance last week in which wasn't too good through three, uh, three quarters, but, you know, understandably coming back from some rust, um, coming back from not playing football in about a month and a half. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to be really all for me. I really appreciate everyone tuning into this episode of the Game Plan Podcast. A little longer of a podcast today as I wanted to preview a little bit more of this Dolphins matchup, and hopefully whoever's heading out to the game has a great time and are celebrating a W after um, the final whistle blows. So really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode. If you have not already, make sure you follow my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan, and I'll see you next week, hopefully for a Victory Wednesday again.